I'm Renee Evans, co-senior leader of Bethel Austin. Make sure that you like and subscribe to our weekly sermons so that you don't miss what is happening here at Bethel Austin. We pray that this message inspires and encourages you. And most of all, we pray that you would have an encounter with the living God today. Oh, come on, Jesus. Listen, pray for me this morning. Here's my sermon notes. And we got... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> This is, this is not, uh, but you know what this is? This is the stack of our recorded testimonies from 2022. <laughs> and these are, these are just the ones that we got to talk to someone and write them down. We got the, we got the, the verbal report. I mean, each one of these probably represents a dozen more. Come on, thank you, Jesus. And <clears throat> listen, how many people know that, that what God does only increases? God doesn't initiate things he intends for them to decrease. That what God breathes on grows. And that God takes us from glory to glory. <clears throat> and if this is last year, what will God do this year? Come on, from glory to glory. And listen, in here is represented all kinds of things, from, from fully deaf ears being opened up, to marriages being restored, to cancer being healed, <clears throat> wayward children coming home. Come on, Jesus. It's the full gospel, amen? amen. Which means nothing is left out. Come on. If, uh, if you need... Healing in your body, Jesus is that. Come on. If you need restoration in your family, Jesus is that. If you need restoration in your finances, Jesus is that. Yes. I heard Glenn shout it out already, but Jesus told Moses when, uh, when, when, sorry, when God sent Moses back into Egypt to free his people. And Moses said, who should I tell him is sending me? And God said, I am. What name should I give them? I am. It's a unique, it's a unique uh, descriptor for God to use for himself. But the reason he, he uses that is because there is no single name that fully describes all of God. Like he has lots of descriptive names, There's over 300 names for God in the Bible because God is the provider. Can I get an amen? <laughs> but that is not all that he is. Is God the healer? He is, absolutely. But that's not all that he is. He's the protector. But that in itself isn't all that he is. He is the provider. He is, he is our rock, our strength, our, our high tower. He's the high priest. He is all of these things. But there's no one name that fully describes himself unless he says, I am. What are you, God? I am. Hmm. <laughs> you, need, you need healing? I am. Freedom? I am. Deliverance? I am. And when Moses needed more clarity on that, his response is, I am that I am. Thank you for clearing it up, God. Thank you. 
profound wisdom and revelation. Listen, we're going to go on today, and I'm going to I'm wrapping up um, a series on prayer. I'm going to talk about um, prayer and talking about prayer that accesses the greater things uh, this morning. Thank you. One person is excited. All that warming up, and I get nothing in response to that. Prayer that accesses the greater things. But uh, I'm about to take my watch off. Don't make me do it. <laughs> uh, but before we jump in, we have a video. We have a testimony um, video uh, that just highlights that more of what's in here because we're going to ask God to breathe on this so that it increases. And so if we got that video queued up, let's go ahead. It's Yeah. 
the scars or small that like, you know, like they're all like my hips and like really like bother me sometimes thinking of like my future husband and being like having to explain like, you know, this was like a really hard time that I went through and it was never being gone. And I felt like when when God like took those away from me, he was almost like handing me like a new way to see like my future. Come on. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Thank you, Father. We love you, Jesus. We thank you, God, for breathing on what you've already done. We ask you to increase it, Father, in Jesus' name. If you got your, if you got your Bibles open to uh, John chapter 14 for me. And uh, we're going to read out of John 14. And in just a moment, we are, we are going to um, read quite a few verses. Um, but I've, as I mentioned, I've been speaking on prayer. And I believe that God is stirring something in us individually and corporately because God wants it to be on earth as it is in heaven. I'm sorry, I just looked over and I, I see Isaac and Bella over there. I just, thank you for your vulnerability. Thank you for being honest. Thank you for sharing that with, with us and the world. It's gonna bring breakthrough to many. Come on, come on. Can you just give them a hand? Bella's in the video and her husband, Isaac, is the one who filmed that video and did a, an amazing job, amazing job with that. Thank you, guys. Oh. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. So, <laughs> prayer. Prayer is, prayer is what accesses heaven. Prayer, we want it to be on earth as it is in heaven. Well, prayer is what accesses heaven. 
Prayer is what opens up the avenue for the currency, for the exchange, for the goodness, for the nature, for his presence to come and to rest in our midst and to remain. Prayer is what gives us the access that begins to transform us and the world around us. We love, we love the grace. We love his presence. We love it when scars disappear. Come on, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you for the one lady who is excited about self-harm scars disappearing. <laughs> we love it. We love it when marriages are restored. Come on. We love it when, when prodigal children return home. <laughs> We love it when, when businesses flourish through kingdom ideas. We love it when, when kingdom values begin to infiltrate education and government. We love it. We, we love it, but listen, before every one of those things happen, you know that there's prayers that have been offered. And that we, uh, God is stirring uh, this, this uh, hunger uh, for prayer, this new fresh release for prayer in us. And I've shared this, I'm, I'm just recapping a little bit for those who maybe weren't there the, the last two uh, uh, messages, but God calls his house a house of prayer. And God also causes house a house of worship. He's restoring the house of David, which is a house of worship, but powerful, powerful things happen when prayer and worship come together. Amen. Amen, preacher. That's a good word right there. You're doing great. Keep going. <laughs> when worship and prayer come together, powerful things happen. Now listen, the threefold cord is the word of God and the word of worship and prayer need to be based in the word. And we as a house, I believe that we have dug a well of worship, that we are a community of worshipers and we've dug a well and we've learned how to access the heavenly realms and we've learned how to touch that place in God and, and we're interacting and heaven is coming and people have, listen, lots of testimonies where that restorative nature of heaven is just so present that people who walk in the doors get their breakthrough. Lots of testimony. Pe listen, marriages restore. People on the verge of divorce who are like, God, this is, this is it. We're going to go to this one service. If you don't touch us, we're, getting a, we're filing for divorce. They walk in the back doors. The love of God hits them. No one prays for them. No one knows they're there. No one yet knows their condition or situation but him. <laughs> and they walk in. God touches them. People, people get out of their car in the parking lot and God heals their bodies. Like, Huh. We're creating an, an atmosphere. We're digging this well. And, and I believe that we've done, there's always more, but I believe we've done a good job of digging this well of worship. But I believe that God is drawing us into a deeper well of prayer. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Because he wants to take us from glory to more glory from the goodness that we know into more revelation and understanding and access of his goodness. 
Come on, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> you know, we, we've talked about in the, the first message that the, the enemy, Renee <coughs> referenced it, uh, it during communion, John 10.10, 10, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus comes to give life and life more abundantly. The enemy, the enemy wants to get you <coughs> distracted, discouraged, and disconnected. That's his, that's his goal, distracted, discouraged, and disconnected. <laughs> but, but our goal is to stay focused, to stay encouraged, and stay connected. Come on. A believer who is focused, who is encouraged, and who is connected is dangerous. <laughs> in, the, in the good type of way. <laughs> And that's one believer, one puts a thousand in flight, two, ten thousand. What happens when it's not just one believer who's been in prayer with the Father and is focused and comes day in and day out? Oh, Father, I know you're here. Yeah, and starts connecting and encouragement is rising and that connection and they're hearing clearly and they're seeing and they're obeying and they walk in the room. But not just one, but a hundred walk in together. Three hundred walk in together, now you're starting to shift atmospheres, cities, and regions. Come on, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> oh, thank you, Father. We talked about, I'm just pulling little nuggets, and then we're going to go on. I talked about, um, you know, the different types of prayer, and continual, continual dedicated devotional prayer breaks the back of the enemy. The prayer where you, you get up and you pray faithfully day in and day out. You get up and you come to the Father because you know he's good. You know, you know the word and you know he's right. And when you do that, when you choose to do that, right, just the same way that, we're, that we should come to our word day in and day out, we should be feeding in it. When we come to the Father in prayer, it breaks the back of the enemy. Why? Because he's trying to get you distracted. But when you're like, no, I'm getting up tomorrow and I'm praying again. <laughs> he's trying to get you discouraged. He's trying to get you disconnected, but when you're like, no, I'm not listening to the news. I'm not listening to the bad news. I'm not listening to the bad reports. I'm coming again to the Father. The enemy loses, and you and God win. I also told the story of um, uh, praying in the Spirit. I, I talked about uh, uh, faithful devotional, consistent prayer breaks the back of the enemy. I talked about adoration uh, prayer, adoring the Father, coming in deep engagement. And I talked about also praying in the Spirit. And I told the story of um, the, the son of a witch doctor in Africa who in his early 20s got born again. But he tells stories of growing up, the son of the most powerful witch doctor in the region and talks about how his father wasn't afraid of anyone. He was the most powerful witch doctor in the region. Other witch doctors came and bowed down to him. He said there was only, occasionally there was a few 
people that he would see his father be afraid of. And it was these, these foreigners who would come through their village occasion and some of them would have orbs of light in their belly. And then some of them would have orbs of light that covered their whole bodies. And some of them would have orbs of light that covered their whole family. And he said the only people he ever saw his father afraid of was those people who had orbs of light. And when he saw them, his father would cross the street to avoid them. And he later in life learned that those people were people who prayed in the spirit. <laughs> and the more they prayed in the spirit, the bigger their orb was. Shika Baba. <laughs> again, the, the more they prayed, obviously, the bigger their orb was. And again, one puts a thousand to flight. What happens if people who are prayed up, not just one person comes on the scene? Listen, you and God is a majority. <laughs> Listen, you're, you're prayed up, you walk into the scene, things have to change. When you're focused, connect, encouraged, and connected, when you're prayed up, you walk on the scene, things have to change. <laughs> a thousand enemies are fleeing, but what happens when it's not just one? <laughs> But 10 walk into the same room. A hundred walk into the same room. What happens when a hundred walk into the same mall? <laughs> what, what happens when a hundred walk into the same New Age festival? Come on, Jesus. <clears throat> 300. <clears throat> 300. Listen, now you're, not, now you're not just changing your family. You're not just changing the atmosphere in a room where people pull in the parking lot and get healed. Now you're starting to change a region of a city. <clears throat> it's not just people who walk in the door. It's people who drive by in the car. a good word. I'm just going to keep preaching to myself. <clears throat> Listen, when people are driving Highway 71 and the power of God falls on them in the car and drug addiction is broken, repentance happens, marriages are restored. When people drive by and they see fire coming off the building and they just turn around, what's going on there? <clears throat> Listen, it's, it's happening. It's happening. Listen, it's happened. It's ha there's so many stories of these type of things happening throughout history around the, around the world. I know from personal experience in Reading, it would it would it would happen in Reading. People driving by, they you could only from the highway you could see a corner of of uh, Bethel Reading. Uh, the, the main campus there. You can see a corner of the building from the freeway, but people drive by all the time and they look up and the conviction of God hits them. And they, they, they report things like, I don't know what that building is, but they don't even know God. But God speaks to them and says, your destiny is there. 
And they turn around, they drive up the hill, they go up to the receptionist, they get born again. I mean, they show up to service. They used to walk into the healing rooms. I mean, their story, their story, listen, two drug addicts show up, drug dealers, they show up at service. This was years ago. They're driving down the, down the highway and they, and they hit that area of town, right, where the church, they, they hit this orb. They describe, they're driving down and they hit this orb of presence in the car. They're going 65, 70 miles per hour. The conviction of God falls on them. They pull the car over, pop their trunk, and start dumping their drugs out on the side of the road. Come on, Jesus. What happens? Wow. Come on. I dream about the day that sex trafficking can't happen in our city. Because there's an orb of purity. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Those things are supernatural in nature, but none of them happen without prayers being offered. And the thing is, we often will see, we will often see or hear or read about the supernatural result, but we don't always know about the prayer or hear about the prayer that was offered. And we love, we love the instantaneous, you know, especially in this culture, you know, you take activate classes and you learn about praying for the sick. You come to the Randy Clark conference and, you know, they're teaching how to, how to pray for the sick and you pray and you're like, how's your back? And, you know, you're going for the instantaneous and that's beautiful. <clears throat> but a lot of times by God's design, you pray today and it happens tomorrow. You build a foundation of prayer today and it happens next month. You build a house of prayer and things happen tomorrow, next month, next year, and you are living in breakthroughs that you prayed 10 years ago. Come on, but we're building a house of prayer. John 14. Let's read the word. Is that okay with you? We're going to start in verse 7. We're going to read all the way through 18. So it's a bit, but it's good. It's the word. It's Jesus. Uh, John 14, verse 7. If you had known me, it's up there on the screen too. If you had known me, you would have known my father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the father and it is sufficient for us. Jesus said to him, have I been with you so long and yet you have not known me? Philip, he who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these, he will do because I go to the Father. And whatever you ask in my name, that I, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper. 
that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. There's some amazing, amazing promises in here. Promises that are really too big for our heads. Promises that only our our spirits can, can comprehend and then teach our heads how to catch up. <clears throat> that whatever you ask, he will do. <clears throat> that these works and greater works will you do. There's, there's things in there that I will be with you. I will send a helper who will dwell with you. The helper is the Holy Spirit who will dwell with you and be in you. <laughs> that whatever you ask, he will do it so that the Father will be glorified. There's crazy, world-changing promises in there. But I want to I point something out to us from the very beginning. In the very beginning, going back to verse 7, if you have known me, you, you would have known my father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. There is something that I believe that gets lost sometimes. Now, pause. I just need to pause. Again, this is message three of a series. So I built on this message of prayer. We are talking about accessing the greater things. We're talking about accessing the miraculous of God. But this is message three of three. Okay? This is not the starting point. This is message three. Got it? So, but this starts, so something that gets lost in going after the greater things, accessing the miraculous marvelous things Shane was Shane was praying earlier in the service for the marvels of God <laughs> the marvels of God to be released I'm like oh it's so prophetic I love it when Holy Spirit weaves the whole thing together <clears throat> I turned to my brother as Shane was praying that and I said we're playing for all the marvels <laughs> after the greater things of God that what gets missed is that the purpose is to reveal the Father. That the purpose is to reveal the Father. Now, how many people were watching that video testimony, you felt the goodness of the Father. You felt a draw, an invitation to know him more to expand your, your knowledge of him, to receive his invitation into greater sonship and daughterhood, that he's not leaving us orphans, but he's coming for us, that that invitation is alive in the testimony. Now listen, we, we get caught up in praying for the greater things, and the, the trap is that we make it about us. 
That, listen, if we're honest with ourselves, how many people you have hesitation right now to pray for something crazy out of the box? You know, like a, a big tumor to disappear right in front of you or someone to get out of a wheelchair or, you know, blind eyes to be opened or, you know, like crazy. The marvels. We have, if we're honest, sometimes we have hesitation to pray into those things. Why do we have hesitation? Because we've made it about us. <laughs> because we are inserting ourselves into God's equation. And therefore, we now are measuring ourselves like, oh, am I good enough? Have I, have I had a good week? How's my, how was my year? Have I been reading the Bible enough? Do I have enough verses memorized? <clears throat> we put, we insert our, 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 our interpretation, our perspective of our worth into God's equation. And then we limit our expectation to our perspective of our worth. I am worth praying this big. <laughs> but here's the key. It's not about us. <laughs> that, God, that God already got us. If he didn't get you yet, he's about to. <clears throat> that God already got us. Now, what he wants to do is he wants to reveal himself to those who don't yet know him. <clears throat> do you know that there's a gift of faith <clears throat> in prayer? There's, there is, <clears throat> listen, there's faith. Like, I believe that God is going to do good things today. <clears throat> I believe God is going to touch people. He's going to do miraculous things. I believe it. Not just head knowledge. Like I believe it in my heart. It's live. It's active. It's percolating. <clears throat> I believe it. But what I, but what I don't know is I, I can't tell you exactly what's going to happen or how it's going to happen or exactly who it's going to happen to because I have this realm of faith. But sometimes you can move into the gift of faith. Where there are moments that you know that you know. And it's, listen, it's not you. That's the beautiful thing. It's a gift. The gift of faith. I was in, uh, years ago, I was in, Ready and Re Renee will remember this. I was about to speak, I believe it was a Friday night service. I was sitting over in this first row over here before the service is about to start. And a family comes in, and their, you know, grown, grown daughter, she's, I forget, you know, probably 30. Uh, they come in, three, a mom, dad, grown daughter. They come and sit on the second row, right, right in the middle. And she's got a, you know, a, a cloth medical mask on, which today isn't that unusual, but this was 10 years ago. And so she came in with this mask. She obviously was, was not well. And I can't explain it in words, but I'm sitting there, and a gift of faith comes on me. I have faith for God to touch people all the time. But a gift of faith that I knew, that I knew that that lady was getting healed that night. And I turned to Renee and I said, I don't know what's wrong with her, but whatever it is, she's getting healed tonight. God has spoken to me. I feel it all over. <clears throat> And uh, I, get, I didn't interact with her at that point. I was right before I got called up. I, I came up. I started speaking. 
20 minutes into it, she starts vibrating in her chair. Violently shaking, vibrating, sweating. Oh, fire of God is hitting her. <laughs> How many people know sometimes the best things you can do is not interrupt what God is doing? <laughs> it's like, what do you do with that? Nothing. Just let it happen. And so she's vibrating, and I said, what's happening to you? And she's like, oh, I don't know, fire God is coming over me. And I said, can you just come up here? And so she, like, uh, made her way up on stage, and I said, and I kind of told the story. I said, before, and I don't know what's going on, but God said he's touching you tonight. And I went out to touch, I went to touch her, and I got my hand about that far, and poof, she falls out. Now, what she gets up completely healed. She had stage four cancer. She, she, had, been given, she had been given a handful of weeks uh, left to live. I forget now. It was 10 years ago. A couple of five weeks left to live. I mean, she gets up completely healed. Her, 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 her dad, faith. How many people know faith releases more faith? Breakthrough, more breakthrough. Her dad saw that. His faith goes to the root. His chronic back problem gets healed. Uh, God does a work in both of her parents that are there, and their marriage gets restoration. She gets, she gets off the ground, not just healed, but lit on fire by the presence of God. She doesn't, know, she's, she doesn't know about any of this stuff before she comes. Her parents invited her to come. The story is so long, I can't tell it all, right? They were basically, they were basically estranged, but they, because she was dying. Like, they found out from someone else that she was dying of cancer. Her parents did. That's how estranged they were. But the dad called her and said, listen, there's this church, and none of them lived in California, but they're like, there's this church we hear, miracles are happening, can we take you, and... Because she was dying, she said yes, right? So she comes and gets healed. Obviously, they are re now restored. Her testimony goes through her entire family, extended family, miracle after miracle, salvation. They all start getting saved to the point her ex-husband hears about it. He calls her. What is this I hear that, yeah, yeah, I heard, like, they were estranged, right? Like, bad, bad divorce, right? But he's like, I heard you were dying, and now I heard you're healed. And he calls her to find out. She starts sharing her testimony over the phone. The love of God hits him over the phone. He starts weeping, crying. He gets born again. God does a work in both of their hearts. They get restored, and they get remarried. Listen, the power of God falls on the wedding and miracles break out and more people get saved. <laughs> Listen, her, her parents, <laughs> I'm on point one and I got 30 seconds left. Uh, I, guess, I guess this is part three of a four-part series, uh, apparently. <laughs> but, uh, her parents... <clears throat> Their parents are launched into a whole ministry. Listen, they, they took the DVD copy of that service of their daughter getting healed and coming on stage, and they started, look, the testimony went wild, and they started getting invited to churches. Come tell us what happened. And so they would show up, and they would put the DVD on, and they would watch the service, 
until that part where she gets, gets knocked out on the stage, gets up, and then they would release miracles and people would get healed. And <clears throat> they traveled all over the country releasing God. There is, there is a gift of faith in prayer. <clears throat> now, building on what I shared before, but listen, that gift of faith in prayer doesn't just come to a special select. You were just called as a prophet from your mother's womb, and so this happens to you every so often. No, it comes to those who sow in to the seeds of relational intimacy with the Father. Those who get up today and pray, those who get up tomorrow Pray those who sow in again and again, those who are willing to take themselves out of the, enough out of the equation. Like God, I don't feel like I'm having a good day today, but you're still good. In worship last night, I, I got this word. Uh, we had an amazing service last night, but in worship, I, <clears throat> I saw this picture of, of um, it's just we were seeing uh, the pursuit of, of the goodness of God and and we can't, we can't change his goodness. We can't mess it up. I just saw this picture of, of fresh fruit and a, of a peach and, and whatever you love. If it's a peach, but, but the taste of a peach doesn't change based on if you're having a good week or not. A peach tastes like a peach because it's a peach. And God is good because he's good. But we, our interaction oftentimes is affected by how we think we're doing. Yeah. Our ability to access his goodness, we allow it. It's not supposed to, but we allow it to be affected by if we think we're doing a good job that week or not. As though his goodness is altered. Holy. <laughs> Holy. He's good. Wow. There's more. What happens when it's not one person with, it, with the light of God in their belly or just covering their body or their family? What happens when hundreds come together? I don't know where to land this, so I'm just going to crash it. <laughs> there's, there's, there's more. That's honestly, we're, we're one point into, <laughs> but I just feel the grace of God. We're going to release the grace of God. We're going to release the grace of God because there's more. There's more. There's more. There's more. And listen, the key to accessing the more is to set your heart on your desire to see the Father, to see the goodness of the Father, the image of the Father, to see him released to the world around you. Listen, that, that tumor will dissolve not because you pray great prayers. 
but because he's not going to leave them orphans. He wants, he wants his goodness to be revealed, and he's just asking for someone to show up who will partner with him and believe. Oh, God, it's not about me. It's about you. You love, you love her so much that you're going to come and reveal yourself as a good father right now. So I partner with that, and I release you to come and do what you're good at doing, and the tumor dissolves. And then people are asking you, how did that happen? And your honest response is, I don't know. I don't know. I just know that he's good. Wow. Thank you, Father. Listen greater things the three years the three years that Jesus walked in his ministry on the earth was not supposed to be the end listen it was meant to be it's the trailer for the great cinema listen he's he listen You will do greater things. Do you know that the trailer shows you enough to hook you in? But they always hold back some of the greatest moments. Listen, we're not the Savior. It's Jesus. Listen, it's not even us doing it. It's surrendering to Jesus so he does it through us. Don't confuse what I'm saying. But I'm saying he released a teaser for the greatest chapter that is still being written. Come on, anybody who wants to say yes to the greater things, I just invite you to stand to your feet. Whoa. We're going to pray. Thank you, Jesus. Just put your hands out in front of you. and oh, Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We're going to quickly do two things, but God, the wind of his grace is in the room right now. The wind of his grace is in the room right now. And we're going to just quickly release a couple things. It's not going to be extended ministry. We're just going to release a couple of things. Thank you, Jesus. Lower left back pain this is from... Elizabeth, takes us a word of knowledge. Lower left pain in the back, tension headaches, ankle pain, vision issues in one eye, and cysts. God is also healing carpal tunnel, migraines, uh, someone who has a problem swallowing. God is healing that tonight. Listen, we just got a report of cancer. A lady came to, from out of state, a couple, young couple, young couple came from out of state, Randy Clark weekend. Uh, she was scheduled for a double vasectomy. She came, went back to the doctor. The doctor said the cancer has melted away. That's the lo- language the doctor used. Surgery canceled. Come on, Jesus. Listen, nerve damage, vertigo, God is healing all those things. Tinnitus ringing the ears. If you have any of those things or anything else, why? Because we need to learn how to take ourselves out of the equation to let the, the revelation of the Father be released. 
If you need some breakthrough this morning, I want you to put your hand up in the air. If you need some breakthrough this morning, put your hand up in the air. Listen, if, if you're near someone who's got their hand up in just a moment, I'm just going to have you release the goodness, the awareness of the goodness of the Father over them in that condition. You don't even need to know what it is. If we had more time, obviously, we'd t- you'd, you'd ask them what's going on. Listen, you don't need to know. Sometimes you don't need to know. This is practice to learn how to get yourself out of the way that it truly can be about God and them. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> if you're near them, I just want you to put a hand on them. And if you're receiving prayer, listen, if you're two people with their hands up or next to each other, you can pray for each other. <laughs> Why? Because the best way to bring yourself into your own breakthrough is often to give it away. Thank you, Jesus. Just pray and release it. <clears throat> the awareness of, if you're receiving prayer, you can point to what part of your body <clears throat> needs healing, you could point, or if it's family restoration, you can just give a one, one word. My daughter, family restoration, we don't need the story. Quickly, 30 seconds, just release the awareness of the goodness of the Father. Thank you, Father. The awareness of the goodness of the Father. The awareness. Come on, the image, the image. I want you to see the image of the loving Father. The image of the loving Father being released, imprinted over them, over their life, over their heart, over that condition, over that situation. (laughs) Jesus was modeling for us. The goal is to release the image of the Father. Whoo, there it is. I feel the headaches. Feel the migraines just lifting right now in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for that person who, and I keep looking over here when I'm saying, I thank you for the person who has had the uh, difficulty, the complication swallowing. And I feel like it's not just, uh, it could also be like you've had a sore throat the last day or two. No, I mean, there's a condition where it affects your ability to swallow. And God's releasing that right now in Jesus' name. I thank you for nerve damage, being healed. I think over here, I thank you for back pain in this part, the very kind of center of the back there being released in Jesus' name. We command it to go in Jesus' name. Tonight is fleeing in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Wow, yes. Cancer and tumors, cysts, dissolving in Jesus' name. Someone agree with me and just say together, just say dissolve in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Okay, we're going to do one more thing. I'm going to release you to go, but we we don't have time to, you know, to really... Deep dive, but I just want you to check your body real quick if you received prayer. Check your body. 
Check your body. That means like move, like try, you're looking for what God has done. <laughs> like you're looking to see if something's different, what's changed, and a reminder that 2% is a testimony. It means God has entered the equation and what God starts, he likes to finish. Come on, there's some good news happening already. How many people, listen, you could say the breakthrough's at least started, if not all the way complete, or, or you feel, you really feel like something has shifted. Can you put your hand up for me? Put your hand up high for me. And just begin to wave like this. Just wave, just wave. I want you to look around. Come on, thank you, Jesus. Just wave, come on, thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> now listen, one person, give me a real excited, you're excited about what God just did in your body. Come on, you're excited about what God just did in your body. Like, like, God, did something like God did something special and you're excited about it. Anna, is that you I see? Yeah, uh, just shout out, what God, what God touch? Your ear. Yeah, you've been on medication for a week and a half for the pain in your ear and it's gone. Come on, thank you, Jesus. Who, who else? You're just like, God did something cool. Listen, this is a form of worship. In the white top, Azalea, yes, hi. You're, you, are, you are one of God's favorites. You're just like a beacon for the goodness. Yes, what happened? Yeah. She hasn't been able to smell because of residue effect of COVID, and God just released her nose to smell. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. That's amazing. Right here. Wait, sorry. I'm sorry. I, start over. Wow! Thank you, Jesus! <clears throat> Come on. Oh, man. Cracked vertebrae. They got already healed, but there was still pain associated, and God just took it away. Come on, let's do two more. Yes, in the back. Pain in the right side, near the shoulder, tightness, pain, and it just got released. As the lady next to you prayed, come on, thank you, Jesus. One more. Are you waving back in the hat? Yes. Come on, thank you, Jesus. Come on, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now listen, just I'm gonna end. I'm ending here, but this is important, and I do I do feel like I left you a little bit cliffhanger. I left you hanging. We got one one point in, but the biggest point is that he's good, yes. and there's more. But I feel like shh, just give me one second. But I feel like that there's maybe people in the room this morning. This afternoon now that you don't you don't know the father Jesus came to reveal the goodness of the father the one who created you 
The one who knew you in your mother's womb before you were formed. The one who your, your spirit is longing to know. Whether your head has forgotten that or not, it's like being tuned in, like a t- an instrument being tuned in. There's, a, there's a, a longing to come back into right alignment with the one who created you. And when you do, everything changes. Everything changes. Everything changes. Everything changes. We're not going to take a long time. But if that's you, if you're here and you're like, I need to be in right alignment with the Father. Either I've never, I've never known him or I've come out of alignment and I need to be in right alignment with the Father. Through Jesus, if you know you need that this morning, just put your hand up. Just put your hand up. We're going we're gonna to agree with you and pray with you. Yes, I see your hand there. I see your hand there. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. I feel like this is important. Anybody else? Anyone else? Just real quick. Yes, sir. I see your hand there. Thank you. Okay. Can I get a couple of teams? Just put your hand on your heart, everyone. Let's pray this together. Let's end here. This is all pray this together. Jesus, I receive what you've done. You died on the cross. You gave yourself so that the Father could be revealed and that we can be reconciled. Sin has come into the world and I repent for everywhere that I've partnered with sin. I thank you that your blood cleanses me and I receive your free gift of salvation, of bringing me back to the Father. I say yes to it. I receive your love. I receive you as Savior. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen, amen, amen. Those three people, and if there's any more that you prayed that in your heart, just come to the front quickly. Can I get a couple of our team? Jane, Shane, those three people, just, just quickly come. We want to connect with you. I'm going to pray with you. Just those th- three people, just come. Come quickly, and if there's any more. <clears throat> Everyone else, we love you. We bless you. I'm sorry for the cliffhanger message, but there will be more. We bless you in Jesus' name. Have a great week as you access the more of God. Bless you. Amen. We will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast and other resources, please visit BethelATX.com.